Yo, 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 man. Welcome back to another episode, man. Y'all already know this is the number one tech talk morning show in the world. And guess what? Y'all are part of it. Y'all are here. Y'all in this thing. Welcome to another edition of Tech Talk Mondays. I'm Trey, and that's my boy Jay Smith right there, right to the side of me. If y'all are watching, if y'all aren't watching, then y'all probably like, well, if that's Jay Smith, why he ain't saying nothing? Why he not talking? And uh, yeah, so just got to let y'all know, your boy, he lost his voice. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, the Bible said the Lord give it and the Lord take it away. Well, right now. No, nah, right now it's taken away. No, I'm I'm just I'm joking. Um, he he was going through some, you know, he was going through some through some stuff last week, and it has now leaked over into this week, and so he can't he can't speak right now. He can't speak right now. But guess what? He was like, you know what? I'm gonna stay in the game for everybody. I'm still gonna show up. I'm still gonna uh be a comment comment soldier in here, right? So he he's uh he's holding it down in the comments section. Uh, what's going on, Tech Bag Fits, man? What's going on? Oh, uh, wow. All the way from Nigeria. That's crazy, man. Steven, what's going on, Nashville in the house? Nashville in the house. I, I don't know what's wrong with my comments. I can't see anything. It won't let me click over there. So um, that's a that's a tough one right there for me. But like he said, like he said, Joseph is here in spirit. So Y'all, Mitch, Mitch, what's going on, man? Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. This is um, this is what I call a, a great morning, man. Why? Because we made it. We made it here. So, y'all, we are in another edition of Tech Talk Mondays, like I said. And basically, y'all, today we are talking about, we're talking about setbacks, right? We're talking about how setbacks can actually lead to comebacks if we're thinking about it in the right way okay sometimes we know that that's how it is so before i get into that though y'all already know we got to go through the housekeeping stuff okay so uh don't forget while you're here you're already here so just go ahead and do it it doesn't cost you anything go ahead hit that like hit that like button comment let us know, right? You, I told you, Jay Smith is in the comments right now. He's asking questions. He's getting it, getting it rolling. Go ahead and comment if you can. If you're not driving, I understand if you're already on your way to work. But if you're not, go ahead and hit that, hit that, hit uh, hit those bars and and say something to us. We want to hear from you. And then go ahead if you're not already subscribed. Go ahead and, and subscribe to us, okay? And then I also wanted to say. It, uh, later on in the show, y'all already know you can call in by clicking on the link in the show notes, okay? And um, like I said, that's going to be down there. Y'all see it. Y'all will know. So don't even worry about that. But if you're going to call in, just go ahead and do that. And like I said, Jay Smith, he's still holding down the fort, so he'll make sure that it happens for us. Um, but while we're doing that, while we're doing that, let me go ahead and um, I'm going to talk about my week real quick, y'all. You know, um, last week was pretty good for me. Uh, I had a good week. The end of the week, towards the end of the week, I had a birthday that passed by. So, you know, it was good. It was good. I am now 
um, enjoying enjoying another year, right? I, I enjoyed another year on this past weekend. So excited about that. Um, I got to see some folks, um, ate some good food. I basically had brunch and uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a surprise. It was a, a surprise and they did get me. They got me, man. I had no clue. I'm running around. Um, I don't know. It seemed like I was going everywhere, but at the same time, I should have I should have known something. <laughs> That's just I was a gullible guy this weekend. Um I should have known something, but they got me. Um yeah, that's that was a good it was a good weekend though. But with that being said, I don't know if he's put it in the comment section yet, but I got a question for y'all. I got a question for y'all. This is the icebreaker question for the day. What is your standard office lunch? Right, like when you in the, when you go into the office, you're going into the office. What are you thinking about eating, or what do you actually eat? Like, you know, are you going through and uh, bringing in the the ham sandwich, like you know that classic lunch, right? The ham sandwich with the chips and the little can of soda, or do you do it big? Are, are you somebody who can actually go to work and eat the whole? Like, you going in, hey y'all, we going out to lunch. And you go get the big platter, not the lunch, not the lunch. You you go get the regular size joint and you tearing it down. Are, are you that person? I personally, I can't do that. Like literally when I'm, <laughs> it, it, when I can't go and eat the whole thing at lunch. Otherwise I'm out of there. Like <laughs> I'm out of commission, y'all. I will be literally on the floor, sleep somewhere. So for me, normally it's something light or even if it's not light, like, you know, uh, I do like Chipotle. I like Chipotle. Um, it's it's good, you know, for lunch for me because I can then I can split it. Now, I will say Chipotle does not heat up well. So that's the one thing I do hate about Chipotle when it comes to the lunch. But what y'all eating? What are y'all eating on a daily standard office lunch day? Like, what are y'all going through? We want to know. Let's see. Let's see. Back in the day, okay, okay. Let me see. What did Jay? What did Jay Smith say? What did Joseph say? He said, "Back in the day, I would try and have fun Fridays, and try a restaurant in the area with coworkers. Besides that, sub hero. Okay, okay, okay. So you like the subs? Is that what it is, bro? All right. You know, uh, I like, I like, I like subs too. Those are those are amazing. Those are amazing. I, um. I'm gonna try to scare everybody with my voice and say yes. Yeah, do it, man. We want to hear it. I forgot to tell y'all, your boy, jo- your boy Joseph. He sounds like, well, I don't know what he sounds like today. I talked to him yesterday. Joseph sounds like Red Fox, man. I said it. He sounds like Red Fox. I have a voice that's <laughs> perfect for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If if you was, if you was trying to get somebody, you could definitely do it this time. <laughs> Ooh. They'd be like, uh, yo, this is Joseph. No, it ain't. I know what Joseph sounds like. This is not Joseph. Yeah, you can definitely get him today. Oh, man. Darcel. Darcel said, um, he said, I'm a sandwich guy myself. Meat and cheese with mayo and honey mustard. It, uh, you know what? I got to know, man. What which, what kind? Like, what, are, you, are you ham? Pressed ham? Is it turkey? Smoked turkey? What? What kind of meat is in there? I um, you know, every now and then, man, sandwich is good, man. 
I don't know. It just hits different. I don't know. What kind of bread you use as well? Is it white bread or is it wheat bread? Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> weed all the way. Weed, weed all the way? You know what's crazy, bro? Real quick, while 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 more people are are telling us what they what they go with what their go to for lunch is, I I used to have to be wheat. It, I had no choice. I was uh <laughs> growing up, man. My parents they that's the only thing they bought. It was just wheat. So guess what, man? I knew about white bread because I, I grew up in uh, with my grandparents and stuff, and I was with them a lot during the summer. So that's what they had, and I fell in love with white bread. But then I had to go back to eating wheat bread. So, yeah, when I grew up, man, I went ahead and changed it. I said, no, nah, I'm done with the wheat bread. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Give me that other bread. And so now I do blend. I, you know, sometimes, you know, they got the, the it's like honey wheat or something like that. Sometimes I'll get it, but, man, I, I get the white bread, man. I know it's bad. It's okay. Uh, Darcel, okay, he hooked us up with the extra information. He said the honey smoked turkey breast, honey wheat, pepper jack cheese. Yo, that's a sandwich, bro. That's a sandwich. I would, I would eat that, man. Mitch, Mitch said, Joseph sound like Batman in the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he's. Uh... You're not gonna get away with this pain. <laughs> I like that one, Mitch. Hey man, well you you know what's crazy? He probably did the voiceover. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm ready to get the chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's crazy right there. Grape soda. Good morning. Good morning. Your standard lunch is a big bowl of ramen. Yo, indescribably good. I don't care what nobody says. Ramen is amazing, man. And, and you get that spicy like that. I don't know. You got to have that spicy where you're, it's coming out your nose. You, you're just doing that the whole time while you, while you turn it up. Ah, oh, that's the best right there. That's the best. That's the best. Steven. Steven said, definitely have to keep it light. I'm quick to get the itis. Quick Black Forest ham up. Yeah, man. That itis, it, it hits me so hard, bro. And I just had to realize. I'm like, I'm sitting at work knowing I got a good night of sleep, knowing I woke up early and on time, man. After lunch, why do I feel like I could literally pass out? And I, it happened too many times. I'm like, okay, this is what it is. Stop trying to finish your food and just go ahead and, and exit out. Like, just bow out because it's going to win every time when you got to work. So, no, that's that's amazing right there, y'all. That's amazing right there. So, we got that out of the way. I did want to I did wanna tell y'all, I told y'all, Right. I said that today we're talking about the um, like the setbacks and how they can lead to comebacks. And uh, I just I mean, basically, I'll just tell my story. I was I was thinking back. I was I was riding in the car and some some kind of lyric or something brought it up. And then I was thinking, I was like, oh, you know, setbacks could lead to comebacks. And then I was trying to think of, OK, how's that happened in my life before? And I it hit me and I was like, oh. I remember when I was looking to get into the tech industry, right? I would not have even been looking if this one thing didn't happen. And so basically, um, I just, I, I was, I was at a place where 
complacency and contentment as far as the work was concerned i was good okay i I literally i was at a place for eight years right there's a clinical pharmacy it wasn't your regular like pharmacy where people can come it was just a big big building where there was a lot of just workers and we worked remote like talking to the um patients and stuff like that so i was in the building with it was 1200 people there at it um for years right like 1200 people in one building and I, I mean i knew a, a large majority of them and i just i mean i was having a great time you know it was fun they did a lot of stuff for us um and i don't know i just i had no reason to to i'm not gonna say i didn't have a reason to but i was good where i was i'll just put it like that and then one year they had the hugest layoff like i'm talking I had never seen anything like that before in my life, y'all. It was just one day you came in and it was just a whole lot of commotion. And the commotion was a whole lot of people were getting laid off. And when I say a whole lot, I mean, I said it was 1,200 people there. By the time it was all over and the dust settled, there was 12, 12 people out of 1200 and I was one of the 12. Now that being said, I don't know if it was like subconsciously I was looking to like, you know, Oh, thank you. So I'm so grateful for this. I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm willing to go in or, or like stay here, but I just knew like thinking back, I literally would not have left. Right. So, I mean, that, it was just us 12 for like, I don't know, another two or three years. And then the inevitable habit, they sold what we did to another company. And I was like, Oh snap, this is crazy. I'm not moving to that state. I'm sorry. Now the state, the state was New Jersey. You know, had I known, had I known now what I knew, you know, had I known then what I know now, I might've, I might've did it. My boy, Jay Smith is from New Jersey. He's in New Jersey right now. Can't talk. Had I known him, I might have I might have considered it. I don't know. No, I'm I'm playing. I'm not I'm not going. I, I'll visit you, bro. I'll visit you, but I I can't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it then and I can't do it now. It's it's oh, 40 degrees. <laughs> it's 40 degrees here right now. I don't know what it is in New Jersey, but I know it gets colder than that. Uh but um Y'all, that that's what they did. They sold it. They sold it to New Jersey, and I I basically made the choice. They're like, yo, either you gonna either you gonna go ahead and move to New Jersey because we got a job for you, but it's here in New Jersey, or you are gonna have to bow out gracefully. And um, I took the severance. I said, all right, I'm out. I'm out. But I said all that to say that was big for me. Then I had never I had never been laid off, and I that was my job for like a lot of years y'all a lot of years and so i didn't know what to do or where to go mitch you in jersey i didn't know that bro see now i know i know some people now back back then i didn't know anybody it wasn't happening um but you know it it was one of those things where i was like okay i gotta do something different i guess because i am done with pharmacy but i don't know what it is and so I'm just going to, I'm not going to just jump into anything else and, and with all willy nilly. I need to figure something out. I need to kind of, you know, let me hang out a little bit. And I set out to say this, 
had had that not happened, had they not let, did the huge layoff and then kept me on and then sold the stuff, right? Had none of that happened, I would have never found tech. I'm telling you that now. Tech would have never happened for me because I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking anywhere. I was just going to work every day and and having fun, right? Laughing, talking. Those were my friends. Those were family. And I just I just know for a fact, even if I would have seen the episode on YouTube or anything else, I, I would have enjoyed the episode probably. I don't know. I probably would have enjoyed the episode, but I don't know if I would have moved around because I was so comfortable. But I will say that, one setback that that one thing that happened it literally it changed everything for me and so uh, from there i mean i'm definitely grateful now but i know I, I just would not have moved at all at all um joseph i have no clue what is going on with the computer but i can't see anything um uh, but anyway, I got anyway, you. yeah, so I'm saying later on, go ahead and pull up the story. But anyways, y'all, uh, Mitch said, Mitch said it was a good thing you got laid off once you look back. And and that's that's just straight facts, right? Like uh, Marquez, uh, Marquise Marquez, he said, uh, I'm there now, bro. It, it It's like that for real, right? Like sometimes if if we look at those setbacks in a, in a certain light, it can look a certain way, right? Like for me, you know, yo, that was huge. I'm like, golly, I got laid off. I don't know what to do. This is crazy, right? But hindsight is 2020. Knowing now, I'm glad. I'm glad they I, like. Thank you, God, that they laid me off because I would have never seen any of this. It just like I, I even now, right? Like, you know, um, even now, I think about there are spaces that I don't know about even to this day, but it's because I'm not, I'm not in that light to look or, or like my, I'm just not in the frame of that space. So I don't see it unless I'm talking to somebody, I won't see it, but I'm glad I am where I am now. You know, um, it's when you talk about like sight and vision, Matt, you know, sometimes you can see those things and those things that are right in front of you. It looks terrible. Right. But that vision part, vision, that that's where you you're you're way farther ahead and you can see like, oh, wow, if I can get there, it's it's all worth it. And so, um, yeah, y'all, it's all about the framing. And so right now, right now, we're going to talk about Amazon's comeback story. Right. That was mine. And when we talk about Amazon, the reason why we picked Amazon, everybody knows what Amazon is. Matter of fact, you probably got you probably got a package delivered overnight last night. I'm talking about last night. You ordered something last night and got it last night. Who else is doing that? Matter of fact, y'all, that's, that's actually probably messing us up because they, the only, they, they like so one of the only companies who can do that. And so now I find myself, I, man, I'd be upset. I'm talking about, I'm like, God, dog, they don't got this on the two day. They don't got this on the overnight, and then don't let me order for some from somewhere else. I ordered I ordered some hats last uh, a couple of weeks ago, and 
I was contemplating not even getting the hats because it said standard shipping. And that was all they had. And I was just like, God, do I even really want to wait? But I knew I wanted the hats, but I just didn't want to wait. I think Amazon messing us up. I think they're messing us up and they're setting us up for failure. But while we got them, uh, we definitely using them. So when we talk about Amazon, basically Jeff Bezos back in 2013, right? Remember, Amazon started with just books, but then they gradually went on to everything else. But in 2013, Brad Stone, he he showed in the book how close Amazon actually came to going bankrupt. Like during the, the 2000s uh, market crash, it, it was that was a big crash. Like, you know, if you were there, you remember. Luckily, I was so young. I didn't have any responsibilities. I don't remember none of that. Like, I bet it was terrible, but I don't remember it like that. I had to watch the movie. But anyway, in early 2000, um, basically, uh, they decided, uh, NBC uh, decided that the company needed a stronger cash position as a hedge against the possibility that nervous suppliers might ask to be paid more quickly for products Amazon sold. And so what happened was they advised, um, or Morgan Stanley, Right. The huge, huge, huge group. They um, they advised them to tap into the European market. And so in February, Amazon sold six hundred and seventy two million dollars in convertible bonds to overseas investors. Now, that sounds that sounds pretty interesting. Who were the investors overseas? I don't know. Anyways, this time with the stock market uh, fluctuating and the global economy tipping into a recession, the process wasn't easy as previous fund raising had been, and Amazon was forced to offer more generous 6.9% interest and flexible conversion terms, and another sign that the times were changing. So, y'all, the it was getting bad, right? But the deal was completed just a month before the crash of the stock market, after which it became exceedingly difficult for the company to raise money and without that cushion, Amazon would almost certainly have faced the prospect of insolvency over the next year. Y'all, if they wouldn't have did what they did, let me finish it out. I said, if Jeff Bezos had and his team had waited a few weeks longer to raise those extra funds, people today would have included Amazon in the list of other dot-com era failures. Man, it's so much in there, y'all. When it, I mean, even that last line, that last sentence, that brought out, y'all. When you talk about a few weeks, how many of y'all? How many of us have waited? Right, we we were we had something and we waited, and because we waited, it got worse. It was like, oh man, if I would have if I would have went ahead and did that earlier, everything would have been good. If I would have called today. Or yesterday, they would have been able to fix my problem. And now, because I call one day later, everything is shot, and I got uh, I'm just out of there, right? So it's it's crazy when you think about that, y'all. He said, "LOL," on the today and overnight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, but it's like you know when when we literally when we think about that story, man, they had a problem. Everybody was going down. You just knew, like, here's the other side. When you have people in your corner, 
right? When you have the right people in your corner, they can let you know about these things. And before you know it, yo, hey, do this over here. Hey, go ahead and get into the tech industry. It's looking bleak where you are, right? It's You don't have any, it, there's nowhere to go, right? It's a, a uphill battle to get into leadership, right? Head on over to the tech industry. It's not, it's not easy, right? But it's worth it. It's worth it. You have somebody in your corner, they can tell you those little things, those little details that you might not be able to see yet, right? Or you you just might not be there. And then everything can change for you. Just like Amazon. They did that one move a few weeks on time. And now look, I got I can get the packages in two days and have been for years. Right. So th- that is it, it's it's helpful to know that, hey, not only when you're when you're small or, you know, when you're just a regular person, but even even if you, when you start getting big or when you decide to have a company or something like that, just knowing like, man, making decisions, having the right people around you and the right like circle or the things that you're listening to. Sometimes people cannot be in your circle, but you're listening to them. So they might as well be. Right. If I listen to somebody every day and it's the right somebody and they're telling me these good things or they're telling me the things I need to do to change, that can change everything for you, even still. So um, Amazon's story was crazy. And then also in between that story, I saw something else as well. Right. Like when when you're a company like them, like huge, huge Jeff Bezos, he could have decided not to because I don't forget. I mean, they were still getting to the bag. He could have easily had the ego, right? Like, yo, I'm not doing that. Do you know who we are? We're Amazon. We started from nothing. We started from selling books. Look at us now. He could have easily did that. So he had the ability to say, hey, you know what? These guys know they they know something that I don't. Let me trust them for this situation. Let me do my due diligence. Let me trust them. And then, boom, everything happened for him. So. We we definitely have to have to keep open. Or otherwise, you end up like Blockbuster. You know, I'm just saying. So question number one, y'all, what setback actually set you up to win? Right. So I told you about mine. I told you about Amazon. Have y'all had one that really it kind of it kind of pushed you back? But then now in hindsight, now that you think about it, you're like, you know what? For a season, I was down or I w- it, it kind of it, it set me back a little bit. But then. Over time, when I look back, yo, that changed everything for me. That opened up some doors for me. That changed the game. What comeback? What 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 setback actually set you up to win? We want to know. We want to know, right? And then we got another. We got another question. If that one was just too long, you're like, man, you know what? That's gonna be my testimony right there. I can't even. I can't say all that. I can't type all that, right? Uh, the other question is. What other comeback stories do you know of, right? So either one, either one. What comeback do you got? Or what what comeback story do you know of? Because, I mean, we all have some that we just keep in the arsenal. I think it's, I think it's good um, if we have those stories, right, that we can fall back on. And because sometimes, y'all, while I'm waiting, I'm just waiting on y'all to, you know, I can't talk to my boy Jay Smith. So I'm just waiting on y'all to to pop in with the questions. But sometimes we can be in a in a spot in a situation in life where we feel like literally I am the only one going through this. 
there is nobody else going through what I'm going through. And you're in this whole bubble, right? And the bubble is your head. I'm saying, I'm, I'm not saying you got a bubble head, but that's where you're at, right? And you're you're just in there and you're just all your with your thoughts. And sometimes our thoughts, first of all, not all our thoughts are our thoughts. That's number one. Sometimes thoughts are just put in your head. And if you take hold of it, now they're yours. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But you're in your mind. They're all their biography right now. <laughs> are, are they really? Oh, they're I right can't wait. I can't biography. wait. I, can I can't wait. So I know they're like, oh man, they're going in, they're going in. All my life, I had a fight. (laughs) But it's true, man. It's true. Sometimes it's like that. And if you're in your head too long and you think that you're the only one, right? Sometimes you can't see that, oh, they went through something like that. Oh man, he actually, she actually had it worse than me. And she got to where? It can keep you in the game. So if you don't already, uh, you know, have some other comeback stories that you know of, definitely, definitely start looking around. Um, read some of those biographies or autobiographies. They definitely will, will open your eyes. People have been through some things and you can actually, it can keep you in the game. You can actually, uh, you know, fall back on some of those stories, right? And 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 keep you, pushing forward because you realize like yo my worst day i was living like a king on his worst day right so anyways we got one we got one here darcel said the setback story is long bro definitely a testimony and still sitting back until i get in tech but my mindset has changed that was what i needed the most yo darcel not too many people talk about it not too many people talk about it, right? Mindset is everything. Uh, a mentor put it like this one time. He said, "He said every, uh, he said like situations and stuff. That's like the blowing of the like the wind blowing. So when the wind is blowing, the wind blows on everybody. The wind blows on everybody, and the wind is situations. The wind is hardship, setbacks, right? That's the wind. Everybody experiences it." But he said, it's not the wind blowing, it's how you set your sail. So when you're out there in the sea, the boat can go, it can get drugged by the wind. Like, you know, as the wind blow that way, it can change. Oh, it's blowing east now, it can go east. But it's how you set the sail. If you set the sail right, it's going in that direction. So it's not the blowing of the wind, it's the set of the sail. And sometimes that set of the sail is the mindset. That's the change, right? When we start thinking different, when we start saying like, you know what? Yeah, this happened to me, but, you know, Lord, help me to see the other option, right? Allow me to get to the spot. You know, in basketball, there's there's those terms, and that's one of them, right? Get to the spot. Sometimes you can get to the spot in basketball, right? Like a uh, big man, they're big. They get to that spot. All you got to do is dump it down to them because they're right there. On a, they're right there at the spot. Boom, got the ball. It's a layup every time because they're in the spot. Now, if you're out of position, it's going to be hard to get to the spot. And sometimes, like I said, that, that I love that mindset, bro. That mindset changes everything. That's where it starts. Like, literally, you are your thoughts, right? It's not what you went through. It's not where you've been. It's your thoughts. Are you going to stay there? Or are you going to say, hey, you know what? 
I need to get around some folks who have who have done something different. For things to change, you got to change. So I got to get somewhere in a spot where, yo, y'all are thinking different. You're acting different. It's going to get on me. It's got to. Because there's no way you can be sitting there. Everybody's saying good stuff, and you're going to still uh, have the Debbie Downer? Mm, man, you're getting kicked out. Hey, man, you, <laughs> who brought him in? He got to go. <laughs> oh, Marquez. Uh, Marquez, he said, I'm there. Right now, my dilemma is that I just got an offer to transfer to Charleston, South Carolina with a 30% increase. But I really feel like this tech move is for me. Woo! Yeah. That's a that's a dilemma. For real. That's a dilemma. The good thing is, you know, even in even even when we're making choices, it's not always life or death. Right? Sometimes it seems like, oh man, this is crazy. It's like, oh snap, man. If I make this decision, I don't know. I, but also, the other part is we think we got to stay somewhere for a lifetime. It's not necessarily the case either, right? Just uh, now I'm starting to see some things are just like in real life. Seasons. Real life has seasons, right? For a season, you can be in a road just to, like, you were there just to meet this one person, and this one person is actually to help you later on down the road. It's not even for right now. It's like, yo, I've been put here. I'm not going to be here long. I'm here on a side of boom, and now I'm out. So I, I'm not saying to leave, right? But I'm just saying sometimes we can, uh, it is possible to stay in a season too long, like to stay somewhere too long because you didn't take heed to the, like, yo, this, you know, a season, it, it, it could be, hey, this was, I was supposed to be here three years. I'm here six, and now everything is going to shambles. And I don't know why, and I'm still trying to stay in this, like, hang on, right? No, the, the season has changed, so you might have to move around. Uh, but, yeah, I do understand, bro. That That's a tough one right there. That's a tough one. <laughs> Darcel, he said, he said it takes someone, um, um, it takes someone on the outside to point it out, but it takes yourself to make the changes. Shout out to my wife. I may be stubborn, but I'm finally listening. And you know what, bro? That that's that's a real one as well. Uh, I think I I don't know who I was talking this to. Um, I was I was saying that to a few days ago. It was like sometimes other people can see more in us than we see in ourselves, right? So we literally like, have you ever been somewhere and and or or just been out with people and they're like, man, you know, you'd be good at such and such. It's never crossed your mind, and you're like, really? It's because they can see that in you. Like, you know, you know, it, it's hard to see the full picture when you're in it, right? Like, if you're taking a picture with everybody and, and y'all posing for the camera, like, hey, cheese, you don't see, you don't see the whole thing because you're in it. Like, you're there. It's not until you get that picture back. I almost did the old school. Y'all remember the, the, the pictures where you had to take it and then they did the little fanning thing. Uh, I never had one, but. I'm saying I almost did that, but it was just for illustration. But it's not until you literally get that picture back that you can see like, oh, boy, they had they fingers. They had the 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 bunny ears over his head. Right. Uh, they weren't even looking at the camera. Right. So it's sometimes it's hard to see that 
that full picture of what you possibly could be when you're in the day to day, right? When you're grinding every day. So it does take somebody like somebody that you trust, like your wife or, you know, a great friend to really bring that out and, and allow you to see. And then if you take hold and listen, it could change everything for you. No, that's true, man. That's true. Marquis, Marquis, Mar- Marquez said facts. He said facts. <laughs> All right. And then now y'all, Listen, we we had one, we had a uh, we had a thought like, yo, what if we what if we just we had a session uh, uh, a section where we during bag talk, right? So it's either bag talk or Chat GPT says, and so basically, y'all, we had the question here, the prompt. It was, imagine you are a CEO in a tech company that has built their business back from scratch. What are some tips you would give to anyone trying to make a comeback? Right? Because that's what we're talking about, the setbacks to comebacks. And so we just asked Chad GBT, and Chad GBT was in the bag. Okay. It was in the bag. It gave us, gave us about 13. Gave us 13 things that a person could do to make a comeback. Now, some of these are are like tailored for a business, right? But for the most part, they could be taken as individ- for individuals. And I was like, yo, all of these are good. We were going through, me and Joseph, we were going through like, yo, maybe we can do like three of them, you know? Maybe we can put six. And it was just, it was like, yo, all of these are good. And one thing about it is you never know what somebody needs. Sometimes it's just that one thing and that one thing can change everything for you. So, with that being said, I'm just gonna say them all. I'm just gonna say them all. And uh, oh yeah, he just put it up there, right? But I'm, I'm gonna say them all, and then y'all go ahead and you know take what you want and and discard the rest, right? You don't always have to use everything. But anyways, the first one says resilience is key. Comebacks are never easy. <clears throat> Expect setbacks, but don't let them deter you. Each challenge is a stepping stone to your ultimate goal. Y'all, I'm not going to talk on all of these, but that was that was great because <clears throat> in life in general, you got to have resilience. And one thing that I like about what it said is that second sentence, and it's two words, expect setbacks. Y'all, you're going to like stuff is going to happen. I don't know where we where we got this thing where nothing is supposed to happen to us in life or or like it nothing like you're literally off limits like no things are gonna happen in life even if it's as small as man i'm trying to get to work and i had a flat tire what in the world that's a setback because you are trying to get to you trying to get somewhere you don't need to be late and now depending on if you can change this tire in 10 to 15 minutes right uh you're gonna be you're gonna be late it's gonna set you back it's gonna probably throw some of your day off Right. But expect setbacks. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Anyways. Anyways. Number two. Number two says. Reevaluate your vision before diving back in. Take a moment to assess the company's vision and mission. Ensure it's still relevant and don't be afraid to pivot if necessary. Now y'all see y'all see after these first two, y'all see why we just went ahead and put them all in. Sometimes you do need to go ahead and double back, right? Like, hey, let me let me go ahead and 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 see if this is still where I need to be, the direction I need to be moving in. 
is this still relevant? I'm trying to do something from early 2000s, and this ain't ain't nobody on that. Anyways, number three, number three, understand what went wrong. Analyze the reason for the initial setbacks and failure. This understanding is foundational to ensure past mistakes aren't repeated. Number four, y'all, they're all good. So I'm just, I, I just got to go ahead and say them all. Uh, number four, lean on your network. Rebuilding requires support. God, dog, ChatGBT, boy, you sound like, yo, engage with mentors, peers, and even competitors to gain insight, partnerships, and potential clients. Even in regular life, y'all, you got to do it. You got to do it. Number five, invest in your team. The right team can make or break your comeback. Hire people who share your vision, provide adequate training, and foster an environment of open communication. And for some of y'all who like, well, yeah, that one's about the business. I'm going to discard that. No, invest in your team. That could easily be your family. That could be your friends, right? Making sure you not hire the right people, but pick the right friends who share your vision. Like you got a spot that you're trying to go. There are people who they share that same vision or they can aid you in that vision because they've already done it. All that kind of thing. Right. Joseph, Joseph pointing back and forth. He is exactly right. Me and him, we share a same vision. Guess what? We're able to build that thing because we share the same vision. So yeah, definitely it works for companies, but for in your regular life, making sure you got the right people around you that and that it can change everything for you for sure. Number six, manage finances prudently. Be more conservative with your finances, especially if resources are limited. Prioritize essential expenses and consider seeking external investments or loans only when it aligns with your growth strategy. Basically, it's saying, yo, you can't be out there splurging. You got a goal. You got a dream. You Like, set it up right. Right? Like, yo, if it's not... If it's not helping me get to this point, it's getting cut. That's what it said. That's what it said. Number seven, stay updated with tech trends. In the tech industry, trends and technologies evolve rapidly. Continuous educate, uh, continuously educate yourself and your team to stay ahead and remain competitive. And y'all, obviously, that works even if you're in the in a role like. It's talking about a um, a CEO, but even if you're in a role, you literally have to continuously educate yourself in the role. So don't just think like, hey, you know, I, I'm just going to coast through. You must always be learning. Otherwise, you're falling back. And there's somebody who's out there to eat your lunch, right? They're coming for that smoked turkey, uh, turkey sandwich, and they're going to take it. <laughs> Um, well, we got number eight. It says prioritize customer feedback. Engage with your user base regularly. Their feedback can provide insight into areas of improvement and potential growth. And y'all, even if, again, it's for business, but also in personal life, you need to be listening to what people say. They'll tell you like, yo, you, uh, 
you kind of popping off too fast, right? Like, yo, you, you you get mad at everybody too fast. And this is your coworker telling you this. And you ain't listening. Next thing you know, you get in the brown box special because you, you couldn't keep your anger in check. And they tried to tell you because they loved you. I'm just saying. Number nine, it says adopt a growth mindset. Embrace failures as learning opportunities. A growth mindset will encourage innovation and risk-taking, both crucial for a successful comeback. Mm. Number 10, celebrate small wins. While the focus might be on the big picture, celebrating small milestones can boost morale and keep the momentum going. Always celebrate small wins. Number 11, be transparent. Whether it's with your team, your stakeholders, or customers, transparency builds trust. Share both the challenges and triumphs and foster a culture of openness. Being transparent. Be hot, y'all. Honest, open, and transparent. Number 12, never stop learning. The world and industry will continue to change. Stay adaptable by investing in continuous learning for yourself and your team. We talked about that. And number 13, health and well-being. This is the last one, y'all, but certainly not. Le- oh, yes, it says it. Last but not least, take care of your mental and physical health. The journey can be stressful, but ensuring you're in a good shape mentally and physically will aid and making you a better person. Is that what it is, Joseph? Let me see. And making better decisions. There we are. And making better decisions. And it's so true, y'all. A lot of times the health is like last on the list, but it's got to be up there at the top. You know, what What? What use is it to, to make all the money and then be too sick to spend it? We've seen it. We've seen it. Seen it, man. You down, you down there. You made it. You know, you made it to the to the courtside seats in the NBA, <laughs> but but you you had to buy three tickets just for you. That's not good, you know. Number three, y'all. The we had a question for y'all though, right? What point from Chat GPT resonated with you the most? Like, which one would you like? Yo, that was that that one hit my that one hit my soul right there. I like that. I like that. You know, for me. Uh, let me see. Why y'all bringing something in? Let me see. Resilience is key. Reevaluate your vision, right? I'm just going through for y'all who 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 can't remember, right? Stay updated with the tech trends. Understand what went wrong. Health and well being for you. Yeah, hey man, you gonna be back, right? Look, right now you can't. You you just you here in spirit, but you here in real life. <laughs> you hear in real life. I see you, uh, but for the people listening, they can't hear you. They can't hear you. But once that's over, we backing at it. We backing at it. Uh, celebrate small wins. Being transparent. Francesca, she said resilience. I love that one. I was actually gonna pick that one as well because it's necessary. You know this this life it'll eat you up. Life will eat you up if you're resilient though. You say, nah, that was just that that was a temporary setback and it set me up for a major comeback. You know, that's what resilience says. So I, I think I like that one too. Mitch, Mitch says, lean on the network. Yo, that's 
sometimes that's all you got, right? Like, you know, when you have people in your corner and praying for you and, and they're riding with you, like you could have been on your way out, but because you got a network, right? You know, you got people there, they can keep you in the game long enough to bounce back. And that's all you need, right? You need that one little thing and it'll get you back on the road. So having that network is is keys. Anybody else got one, Joseph? Not, not yet, not yet. Well, since that's it on that one, we're going to go ahead and move to the Brown Box special. Oh, hold on. Marquez, Marquez said, build and invest in your team. Yo, that's big on both sides, man. That's big on both sides. Even like, like you know, you you, you want to be a part of a place that builds and invests in the team, right? I'm going to switch it up real quick. So we know what we was talking about on a personal level, but, you know, I will say in the tech industry, those companies, they invest in their team, right? You know, when you got all the stuff that you that you need and more, they really invest in their teams. Um, so I agree. That's a good one. That's a good one. So we're going to ride to the brown box special. Oh, wait. K-Mac says, can you get into tech with an accounting degree? Of course, K-Mac. And if you love accounting right now, and the reason why I put it like this, and I'm not trying to be funny, but some people get degrees that have nothing to do or like, you know, they just hate it. They, they got the degree, but they don't really like it or like that space. But yeah, if you love accounting, bro, there are whole accounting software companies out here that are on the back end of some of your favorite companies. And so, yes, if you love accounting and you have an accounting degree, personally, I would say start there. Like that's your easiest route in, into, into tech because they know you know accounting and you love it and you can speak to it. And so in those interviews, I always talk about this because it's important. The confidence will show through in the interview because you love it. You already like it. You know what you're talking about, right? So yeah, I would definitely do it. I would do it and I would just, just type in accounting tech companies or accounting software companies and then go through. I bet you've heard of some of them already. You just didn't real like you didn't, it didn't like connect, but that's okay. Cause me and Joseph got you. We're going to connect it for you today. Type that in Google, man, go through and see you. Uh, I bet you, you'll have some that, that you're like, Oh, okay. I can apply here right now. <clears throat> yeah. FinTech. Yeah, exactly. Joseph, Joseph said FinTech and he said QuickBooks, right? We all heard, heard of QuickBooks. That's accounting. It's the software. It's tech. And it sounds like where you need to be. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know. <laughs> uh and then right before we uh get to the brown box special here darcel said never stop learning essential man essential if you're not growing you're dying so y'all already know brown box special um and i have you don't have to put the whole thing up there joseph i actually i ended up pulling up on my phone um yeah yeah but the brown box special Y'all know that's a segment that we talk about where, man, it's just some unfortunate or self-inflicted firings, okay? And so they had to get that brown box with all their stuff in it. And today, it, uh, it it's hilarious to me, but y'all will see why. So check this out. This guy says, <clears throat> or woman, I don't know. He says, and finally, <clears throat> he says, I worked at a bill collection firm in the early 90s. Don't judge me. 
<laughs> no judgment here. A guy started working there, went through the two days of training, right? Two days of training, and then started working. After about an hour, he got up and left. He didn't say, I quit. He didn't say, this job isn't for me. He just got up to go to the bathroom. Hey, y'all, I'm about to head to the bathroom real quick. Oh, yeah, no problem, Joseph. Okay, okay. Went through the front door and drove away. It took the managers a few hours to figure out that that guy had gotten the job with a fake name and erased his own debt on the computer. Yo, y'all, we talk about something. <laughs> you can't make it up. You talk about somebody who was cackling. I'm like, this, this dude was strategic. <laughs> he, he was on point with, with his mission. I'll tell you that. He, you know what he did? And I hate to say it. He turned the setback into a comeback, man. That's what he did, Joseph. That's what he did, man. He turned the set back into a comeback. He a blowhorn. <laughs> Yo, like how you how you come in under somebody else's name and erase your own debt and then leave? You, you didn't even stay a week. I like. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you probably could at least. All uh, right, yo, I'm gonna stay here for about a week. Probably tell him like, yo, yo this ain't paycheck. <laughs> I mean. Come on, man. But I guess, look, I mean, that was more important to him. K-Joy said, hilarious. <laughs> no, for real. What's up, K-Joy? Well, for real. Like, I, I was, I would literally, I'm like, man, how you do that? How you just, you literally like, all right, I'm out. Uh, my my deed is done. Okay. He must have had a lot of debt too, right? Like, you know, you ain't doing that for no uh, $200. You're not doing all that. He, this dude got the job. You can tell that was early 90s, too. Because now they do the background. That's probably, he the reason, probably why they do the background check so hard. People like him, man. It's his fault. It's always somebody. It's always somebody that's going to go in and, and stretch. You done took it too far. It'd be different, probably. No, nah, he he probably, he, he, he was smart with it. I ain't going to cap. He didn't use his own name. He got hired under somebody else's name and then took it out. Y'all. I can't even believe that right there. <laughs> I can't believe it, but it happened. And um, y'all, listen, uh, I appreciate y'all for hanging out with us today, right? Um, real quick, real quick. Don't, if if y'all got anything out of this episode, right, or if that last brown box special made you laugh, hit that like button, man. Hit the like button and go ahead and and. Uh, share this with somebody if you think they will enjoy this morning show. But Mitch said, <clears throat> Mitch said they had something to, uh, they has that has something to do with a paycheck was the last of his words, bro. You ain't lying because to be honest, he got the biggest paycheck, right? Just think, just think if, if his debt, think of his debt was 40,000. Yeah. 40,000. And he hit the, the zero on that joint and enter. He he technically made forty thousand. <laughs> he didn't have to pay it. So yeah, the the paycheck that was the last thing he was worried about. Obviously, oh man, that's hilarious right there. That is hilarious. Uh, Marquez, who got the brown box? Him or them? Yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> no facts. He definitely got them. He definitely got them. 
I wonder, and you know, I don't know how many he, if he only worked on himself, he dumb because they probably could go back and like, oh, he only did this account. He he probably should have did like a few of them. I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not a, a criminal. I don't know, but I'm saying he probably should have did like maybe about 30 or 40. That's why he should have just worked the whole week. Okay. He would have worked the whole week. They wouldn't have known which one was him. And he would have been all right. Oh man, I don't know. They probably they actually got the brown box. They actually did. They lost forty thousand. They lost the amount of money that they weren't trying to lose. <laughs> oh man, yo, well, yo, that's it. That's it right there. Then, yo, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all rocking with me this long. Me and Joseph, y'all know Joseph was in the comments. He was in the comments going in with y'all. He was helping out on the board, but. Y'all didn't hear his voice. So if y'all if y'all were just listening, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, y'all only got to hear my voice this week, right? He was the co-host. Uh, Joseph was the co-host of the tech <laughs> talk. That tech, no voice. Yeah, he had no voice today. Um, he was out of commission. But um, I appreciate y'all for still rocking with us and for still um, sitting in listening to my voice um, all day. K Max said, appreciate the live, man. We appreciate you for rocking with us and, and standing the game. Right. You could have you could have got on and saw that it was just me talking today and been like, ah, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna catch him next week. But man, we thank y'all for 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 keeping these on. Y'all make this, y'all make this fun. Y'all make this um lively. And so we appreciate y'all for real. And uh yeah, I mean, we at the top of the hour, so we are out. Don't forget to like this video, y'all. Again, we appreciate you. Uh, y'all were listening to the number one tech morning show in the world. And it's only because of y'all. It's only because of y'all. This is Talk That Tech. And we out, man. Y'all have a great week. This is Monday. You got five more. Let's run this thing. We're going to run the week because we're going to run this day. And we're going to do it over and over again. All right, we're going to see you. This is Joseph, Jay Smith, I'm Trey, and we out. Appreciate you, Brandon. He said y'all the 